The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. We know you enjoy the show, so come support us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. You can support the show. And in turn, you also get other benefits. We've been doing some Patreon-only podcasts. We give early rally access. We have a dirt racing league, a bunch of other stuff over on Patreon. And when you sign up, we give you a free sticker pack, DWA sticker pack, with some exclusive DWA stickers that aren't available to the public. A lot of fun stuff over there, and it helps support the show. So cruise over to patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome, and we'd really appreciate it. This episode of the Driving While Awesome podcast is brought to you by radforsale.com, the only auction site entirely focused on the Radwood era. Have something to sell? They are now accepting your 80s and 90s cars, trucks, and motorcycles for auction on Rad for Sale. Have a Fox Body Mustang, Integra GSR, or Kawasaki Ninja? Those are great. They're also looking for excellent Radwood era parts and gear, like wheels, seats, apparel, ephemera, and more. So it's time to start going through the garage. Rad for Sale is a visually appealing and informative auction site with interesting and unique features while focusing completely on our favorite era of the automobile, the Radwood era. Join them at radforsale.com. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. Um, art. Mahalo, Lane. Mahalo, dudes. Or sh- sh- Mahalo, should I say aloha? Aloha. <laughs> I don't know which one. Uh, I think you say both. I think aloha is old school. Like people don't say it as much. It's all about mahalo now. Oh, I see. Huh. It's like salutations. Oh, I, yeah. I say salutations every day, but uh, I know art's more mm-hmm. of a what up kind of guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't even. What? That's too much to say. Oh, it just goes up. Sut yeah. off. I say, I say, how's it? <laughs> how's it? Small kind. <laughs> oh, small kind. Um, where are you uh, at right now, Lane? Oh, you know, I'm over here. I mean, I'm I'm about I'm like north of Lahaina, mm. um, in like I don't know, Kilipile or some <laughs> bullshit. Um, yeah, that's I'm very nice chilling. of you to call it bullshit. That's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this would be the island of Maui, correct? Yeah, island of Maui above Lahaina. Um, in some condo. Okay. Uh, yeah. How's your trip been so far? Uh, it's, it's you know it's good. Uh, it's Maui's a little overblown, over overhyped, but it's cool. It's like, <laughs> well, it doesn't help like, that you're coming from Santa Cruz, so. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like it's so um, close. Like it has the water. The advantage is the water, right? The, Temperature, the warm water. Yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is pretty. That's scenic, the big though, advantage. Places and the volcano is incredible. Have you been up to the volcano? I haven't. I've, we've driven so much, and it's like I feel like it's one of those things. Here's my big. Uh, here's my big gripe so far. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're going to Maui? Go do this. Go do this. Yeah. Go do this." 
all these things are three hours apart, dude. It's like, that's like saying you're going to Santa Cruz. Oh, you just go see the Golden Gate Bridge, yeah. you go to like Yosemite for the day. <laughs> I'm like, no, dude. Like, like, it's like, oh yeah, go to the, do the road to Hana. The road, the base of the road to Hana is an hour and a half from Lahaina, dude. It's like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Cool, dude. Like, I know that's like, so funny. People are like, are oh, you going to California? You're going to go to San Diego and uh, San Francisco yeah. and I mean, you could spend yeah. two weeks in California and not see, you know, Northern California, let yeah. alone the rest of yeah. it, right? Um, yeah. It sounds like you stayed yeah. in the wrong spot, but, Lane. But yeah, it's scenic. <laughs> it's, 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 no, no, I mean, we're in Lahaina, which is like the spot right. to stay. Is, is um, that where Kanapali Beach You know, is? that's the one with, I forget. Yeah, I'm, I'm like right up. I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. His toes uh, are in the sand right now. It's where that tree is downtown. There's the, the whole the baobab know, or no? What is it? It's a the bo- the mangrove. Wow. Uh, what the fuck is it? No, what's it called? There's a book banyan. about about banyan tree. Ooh. Banyan tree, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyways, it's cool. It's it's definitely pretty, but it's not like, um, it's not any more pretty than like we're used to kind of thing. It's yeah, just a yeah. different kind of we're, pretty. We're spoiled. Like already. Kauai, I feel has a lot more of that like jungle kind of vibe and stuff. It's Right. It's more um beautiful where this is has a little bit more of like the you know there's a lot more like like when you you're driving by the airport and out there there's like areas that feel like you're in Fresno kind of thing. Deserty, dry. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's definitely way more populated too, right? Like um <clears throat> Oh, dude. Yeah. It's so insane, guys, because like pandemic and all this stuff and like there's limited seating. It's like it's really hard to like even get food at a you know to go to a restaurant like it's it's hard to do anything like every trip is booked up like it's pretty crazy right now Mm. and traffic's pretty crazy too so Uh, yeah well welcome to paradise bro yeah it's fun though i mean we're having a good trip but you know what lane you gotta just you gotta try slow try slow don't be such in a rush i know brah i know dude and i yeah, I know. Dude, and I had Ulu Lani's uh, <laughs> shave ice. Oh, Ooh. Cool you down. I had Ulu Lani's shave ice a few times, and that stuff broke the mouth, boy. <laughs> it broke the mouth. Do you get the uh, condensed <laughs> cream on it? The, like, cream with the... Hell yeah. Oh, dude, that's so good. Yeah, little spam. I get the Hawaiian root beer float. Ooh. Hawaiian root beer float. See, dude. now you're painting a pretty picture. Yeah. I like what I'm hearing. Yeah. Uh, spam musubis, did you get any? I didn't. Dang. Oh come on! That's all that lame. I got, some, all that I got a mix. I got a mix plate yesterday. Some chicken, you know. Some okay. Stuff, so. Okay, you're doing it. You're Warren, doing it. Warren asked yeah. you. Warren asked you for one thing, Lane, and that was for you to have a spam masubi for him. Not even bring him one or skip him <laughs> one. You know. All right. <laughs> no. t- On the beach, I want toes in the sand, spam in your mouth. All right, dude. It's <laughs> a pretty picture. Have you guys yeah. done the the <laughs> rotahana before though? I have. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, fun fact. I first drove that when no, I was thirteen I, I, years old. Oh. Did I tell you about that? Woo. Wow, yeah. you. Yeah, that's what happens when you have a, a Mexican father. Uh, so I, um, <laughs> he was like, "You're gonna drive, and you're gonna like it." Uh, and I remember it was a Dodge Intrepid <laughs> that we rented. Uh, beautiful Ooh, car. That's pretty good. Auto Ooh. stick. Yeah. Uh, no, it was just straight up auto. Um, no, and well, it was the really auto fun. stick was the back and forth shifting. Cab forward. Is that cab forward? Cab very, forward, very for cab sure. forward. Yeah, definitely. It was yeah. purple. I remember yeah. that, which is a lovely wide track. Is that a wide track? No, yeah, that's, no, that's, no Pontiac. that's not. That's um, Pontiac. Yeah, don't get yeah, crazy. Yeah, but that was pretty. When rad. I drove it, it was yeah. it that's was raining cool. really hard, and it kind of sucked. 
That okay. was my it was, experience. It was definitely oh. like one of my the most memorable experiences of my life, as you can imagine. Being 13, it was really, really pretty out. And like at the t- at that point, I had driven quite a bit like around, you know, like just farms where we live and um, occasionally around the block and stuff like that. But that was like my dad was nutty to, to put me on that road. I mean, like it's it's not like it's super <laughs> dangerous. It's very, very slow, but it's yeah. very twisty and there's slow. sheer cliff faces and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, was he trying to do like an insurance payout or something? Like uh, crash the car or I don't know. I don't know, maybe. Don't well, know. It, it, see the thing is it, I mean, and, and I don't know if this is this applies. I guess it applies to some other third world countries, but um when we would go to Mexico even at that stage, shit, when I was 11, I was driving around sometimes, you know, like in our in, in our hood. Yeah, like they don't give a shit. Like they just like, "Here, go go get us beer." <laughs> Dude, like Dr. Jones. Uh, that kid. You jump yeah. in the jump in the 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 Ram Charger lane uh at the time. Uh-huh. 12 years old maybe oh, and nice. uh, drive to the local uh liquor store and bring some some liquor for the for the adults and of course you're stoked I mean, you, br- <laughs> you, you have all your cousins in the car and you know just mob yeah. mobbing for the adults yeah, I, used to, I would ride my scooter to uh shopper's corner a couple blocks away you know ride uh, my little 50 my spree my honda spree or is that yamaha I don't oh know yeah what spree is Whatever spree is. But yeah, we did road to Hana. We only went like 10 miles up because we were going to this one fall and the parking lot was full and they had people out there, no parking. Mm, uh. They blocked off all the roads. So you can't even park along the side of the road. So we, and we were already two hours into our drive. So we, we, we bailed out our, um, the kids are my brother-in-law and the kids, uh, cousins went all the way to the top to where they were going to go and you needed reservations. <laughs> Nice. Oh my God. So they had to turn around and drive back, and then the uh, the one cousin puked three times on the way home. Oh my God! What a blast! It's a magical, just a magical place, right? Yeah. Paradise. Yeah. Paradise. Yeah. Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is crazy. You have to book every. You have to book to see a sunrise, dude. Oh my God! Nope, I don't like it. Don't like yeah. it. Me- All right. Anywho. Well, uh, we'll get. I'm sure we'll get more on that. Maybe some. Maui car spotting, perhaps, and then we also have a teaser here: is uh, Fast and the Furious Nine that Art and I attended oh my God. Yeah. the day we recorded last week. So it feels like an eternity ago, but uh, we yep. should probably cover that as well. So but oh, I can't in- wait to hear about that. <laughs> Until then, questions. Um, all right, let's see what we got here. Um, ben Rogat says, "How far is too far to drive in one day in your current car?" Now, I asked him if he meant rally car or just daily driver, which you guys kind of daily your rally cars, but uh, he did not reply. So um, let's just assume it's the rally cars, and uh, I'll use my E30 as the example. Uh, How far is too far for a single-day drive? So Mm. um, this is kind of a... I don't know. Is it... Oh, go for it, Lane. Oh, I was just going to ask is... uh, I don't know if there's... It's probably as far as I would drive in most cars, you know. I, I thought, know. but you have a big limitation right now with your seating position. You're, you'd be fine driving as is that far. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like I don't get sore or anything. I'm not. I'm not like uncomfortable in that way. Okay, it's just like visibility more because you're higher up. Yeah, it's just I'm not optimal, but okay. I'm fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so I have a down date that we can tie into this. Um, hmm. my muffler has developed a really really bad exhaust leak on the front end of it which is underneath the car um uh-huh. and uh i drove it this weekend and i got a gnarly migraine so um i oh, as you guys know fun. exhaust leaks so um i'm thinking 
that. I'm going to go muffler delete on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least for the rally, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, but, like, I mean, and also, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I, I still, I mean, especially after last time, you know, like, people are DM me all the time. They really want this K24 swap. You know, and I, I love, like, all the stuff that's <laughs> happening out there. You know, Mike Burrow's killing it. You know, of course, his entire product and brand revolves around swapping his cars and you know like or every, all these people out there um but um i uh i definitely want to do that and, it, and it's sort of like me thinking okay logically it's like why do i put a muff a nice muffler on this car if in theory i'm going to replace the entire exhaust right. system at some point in the future um and you know i have heard these cars with a muffler delete before they have a gigantic catalytic converter slash resonator so built into the system and it's it's already pretty quiet so like um that means and it ties into the question in multiple ways right first of all because right now i would want to drive my car 50 miles i'd I'd hate it um and then the other on the other side is like if i put the muffler delete i have no idea if it's going to be droney or not so like that could also be a problem right and i do not like riding for long periods of time in droney cars um so yeah we'll see it will be droney and you can go to the guys on the same street as andrew down they have the exterior they have a lift on the outside of the the shop i, I past the yeah, well, you got uh, yours right you yeah yeah just go there and have those guys weld in a little whatever weld in whatever bomb. you want a piece of a piece of pipe or a flow master which is what i am yeah yeah because yeah. like i was even I was, just like a little resonator kind of thing you know it's two it's it's two pipes um so yeah. um you know i would i would probably just do like a just a twin tip like extend like cut off yep. from the front of the muffler and then to weld in that um otherwise uh yeah i think but oh, oh not otherwise with that but otherwise i was thinking lane i might go to 50 not 50 50 with the other guy remember the guy that was by your old gig that, that did my nsx exhaust yeah because yeah. he, he just does really good work yep. and like he's like he has a good attention yeah. to detail like i don't want like because if these are two independent pipes i don't want them to be crooked or like not oh, aligned yeah. So I'm, and it's, it's just a matter. Yeah. And it's just cutting off, you know, cutting off and cutting pipes to size and welding them on. So I can't imagine it's going to be very expensive anywhere. (laughs) You just Uh, passed smog with that car, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Nick Elaine was telling me that in his, where is he in Contra Costa County? They do annual small, annual enhanced smogs. Jeez. Hmm. Which is so crazy. I mean, I was complaining about the two-year thing with the Mighty Max last episode, but uh, every single year, 90 bucks, and it's an enhanced smog, so even more scrutiny. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Fucking crazy. Um, anyways, to answer yeah. this question, I'm in my E30. I would pretty much drive as far as I would in any car, although I do not have air conditioning, and right now I would, you know, that would dictate how far and where I'd be going. I would not... Yeah like like to drive especially right now there's a heat wave like pacific northwest i would not want to drive north for all day but um yeah i would be comfortable driving pretty much anywhere so you probably wouldn't want to take it on like a rally in (laughs) july on this in the central valley or something well that's only because i have all my cool friends that are going um (laughs) but if i was by myself wanting to do that drive yeah maybe not yeah uh monty 23 psk says pick one Instrument cluster with only a speedometer or only a tachometer. Tack all the way. Mm. Yeah. Tack. I mean, right now I drive. Well, can the- I cheat and have like GPS speedometer on my phone or something? <laughs> oh, that's an art answer if I've ever heard one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, my Mighty Max does not have a tachometer, and I 
I wish it did because I don't ever push the speed limit in that thing. So I would much prefer a uh, attack. Uh, but you also yeah. like, yeah. I mean, it's everybody knows. I mean, well, shit, I don't know. This is making an assumption, but I mean, I'm assuming you guys like you, you know, what gear and what RPM, like generally, yeah. you're, 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 you know, what, what that reflects speed wise. And, and like, and for the most part, you're flowing with traffic and like, you know, the tack tells you where you're, you know, it's, it's, it's a driving tool, right? Uh, it's pretty, pretty crucial. I think, um, I would much rather have a tack for sure. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Fuchs nine eleven says, what would you call the shows to come before and after Radwood? Good guys. <laughs> before is good guys. Oh uh, yeah. Any, but does good guys go up to? Yeah, they go up to the seventies, like late. Well, 70s. now they go. The 80s, good guys yeah. goes like through eighties now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They try well, and those. Guys. That's a recent thing, yeah. but those are not good guys. Those are bad guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, good guys before, after. Well, there's so many. There's like brass era shows. There's post war. Right. Yeah. There's Malay's era, mm -hmm. which is like you know seventies. Yeah. Yeah, that's like uh, uh, lemon stuff. Um, yeah. And then there's like. The race of gentlemen, more motorsport kind of functional function over form uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, and then after we've talked about this in the past, I mean, boy, boy band wood, <laughs> yeah. boy band era. Yeah, it's rough because uh, like you start no. right at the two thousands, right? So like that transition there is is like you people are talking about lit and all this, but that's contemporary, right? Like it, I know early two thousands is a, a different thing. Um, like Hecka Hecka Wood. Whoa, that's a uh, what were you saying? Like Dope Wood, Dope Dope Wood, right? But see, Dope started dope in hip hop like in the eighties. Mm. Yeah, I know, but it. But do you think it came? Uh, yeah, nineties. It was huge too. It was nineties. So, was huge. Yeah. Um, what about like In Sync Wood? Mm. Yeah, but In Sync was started in like nineteen ninety. Oh, damn, you're right. Destiny's yeah. Child. Though? So did ninety-eight degrees Wood. That would also be. <laughs> Mid yeah, they were like 98, yeah. 99, maybe. You know, I have the I, have, I, I celebrate all their collections. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Eminem, when did he, was he out? Yeah, uh, late 90s. Uh, yeah, he's like 99. Oh, I think that's pretty solid. So you're saying Britney Shade Spears Shady around Wood? the same time? Oh, Slim Shady Acres. Oh, shit. Actually, it is kind of hard because is there, what defined, like, you have to look at, yeah, what defined the the two thousands and two thousand like tens? Yeah, I feel like it was such like a everything had such a you know trends weren't as long lasting. Yeah. Um, yeah, like so it's hard to like pinpoint something that really stands out from you know it's like seventies you think like hippie bell bottoms da 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 you know disco was late late seventies right but like what what was two thousands yeah you like, got the nine eleven you got Bush Cheney uh, Bushwood but that's uh <laughs> that was the country club at Caddyshack so I don't think that'll play yeah um and then you got Obama for the the tens right call it Obamacare Wood <laughs> no one shows up <laughs> Obama camp. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh yeah, we would oh, be great. All right, I don't know. Anyone change, had, change wood, change, change wood. Oh, dude, yeah. this we, uh, this is that was his I got campaign it. I got slogan. It. I got it, guys. I would <laughs> lowercase oh, wow. like iPod. Yeah, dude, that like totally like it, it defined. Oh, the, iPhone. Era. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and iPods, right? iPod before the iPhone, early two thousand. Absolutely, dude. Uh huh. I yeah. would. I would. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, I guarantee it's taken or something. But uh, I, I, yeah. I, I, I like love it. that we're we're so caught up in wood too. Like it does not have to have wood. It in does it. not like, need to be wood at all. Uh, it could be anything else. I metal. Um, I fiber. I fiber. There you go. Carbon fiber. Okay, call in. Oh, if you, by the if way, I don't one. know if you guys saw it, but we need to look at it. There's a uh, copycat car show, Radwood car show. They there is, yeah. Stole even the wood part. Mm-hmm. Where? When? How? Well, we won't talk about it here. We want to promote it. Oh, no, no, no. Is that, where did you see yeah. it? I mean, on, on Instagram? Someone DM'd us. Uh, someone DM'd yeah. us about uh, I see. We'll take care it of it. It is like the most blatant. It's so bad. <laughs> okay. Good job, guys. Good job. Uh, 76. O two says, two thousand two, Alpha or Datsun five ten, which are you taking and why? Feel free to add another cart or two into the mix, like a Celica liftback or Ford Escort. We've uh, definitely dabbled with this theme many times. Um, what do you guys got? Alpha for sure. Yeah, is this like a Mary fuck kill thing. Uh, I think it's just like which one? Choose. Which one? Yeah. Are you marrying? I got Alpha. I'm, I'm GTV. Same here. So let's assume these are like the best example, like an Alphaholics GTV yeah. and a restored like Alpina 2002 and a uh, Datsun 510 by BRE. BRE. Or, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I like that he also added like others so you can throw in like, you know, like the escorts of the era and any equivalents, right? Um, yeah. Do any of those mm-hmm. tickle your fancy? Yeah. Like an Isuzu. Ford Bellet. Cortina. Yeah. Oh, Cortina. There you go. That's cool. Um, I, I want Lowe's Alpha 13. because disc brakes, dual overhead cam, independent suspension. Uh, oh, actually, no, the rear is, is solid. Never mind. But it does have uh, disc brakes, which is a nice advantage for dealing with that BS. Um, it also has that it, it's that engine, right? Yeah, dual overhead yeah. cam is awesome. And uh, it's a car that I have not yeah. owned um, that I would like to own. I've done a lot of 2002 stuff. I haven't owned a, a 510, but um, I don't know. I mean, like I feel like an Alpha is a more robust version of a 510. Um, so I'm going to just for the sake of the podcast here I'm going 2002 Alpina and with all the Kugelworks uh, modificata that I could get oh, there you go. Um, good job so right. I'm going to I'm going to go with that and just the perfect stance in fact the picture we use for this Instagram post where our questions are coming from is this like Baltic blue 2002 TII with um, steelies yeah. or steely lookalikes yeah, looks that so rad. killer it's perfect right Mm-hmm. so yeah, uh that's a really good one it's a really really good one yeah um and they're just timeless and everyone loves them you know everyone has a story about <laughs> them their uncle had one and they yeah. used to drive around in them um anyways so yeah no one uh no one went 510 um i do like i i actually would i like the uh the celica early celica option i don't know if he threw that one on there but like a he did yeah like a 1971 i think in japan yeah. they were called the gtr which is like their top of the line dual overhead cam uh version of that like that's actually that's a car that I, i'm more interested in than an alpha now that i think about it uh because it is a little <laughs> more it's got more right hand drive right um it's just cool uh, it's got more um What's the word I'm looking for? It's just a little more unique in our neck of the woods, maybe. Also. Sense of occasion yeah. stands out a little more. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. I'm guessing you. I'm guessing you have to do more to it to like make it like up to par, right? I mean, as far same as like a same. sports sedan. I don't know. Yeah, like you know, like in the era, I doubt that like compared straight up, right out of the box. Seems like the Alpha would be a more sporting kind of maybe thing. Maybe it's like, nicer, and maybe a it's TII like, might be a more sporting thing and yeah. nicer. Like, I think the TII was probably better built 
Peterbilt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or Peterbilt. Yeah, Peterbilt. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think they actually are pretty on par now that, it, I mean, for the period. I mean, if anything, like, um, fuck, I wouldn't be surprised if, well, You shit. think, like, as far as, like, components, like, having sport, like, being out of the box kind of. I feel like the Alpha is, like, the most sporting of those out of the box. But maybe I'm yeah, wrong. It, it I feel like it's, right it's a little lower slung, right? <laughs> like a stock 2002 is like Yeah, I think the Alpha is lower, mundane, just really. lower center of gravity. It's a more kind of squat, uh, out of the box, squat box. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But I, I see what I mean. You're, Elaine's thinking more like heavier duty, like springs and brakes and all that type of stuff, right? Like, yeah, just a little well, sportier, right? It's more going more towards sports car than like right than a lot of those other cars right i think you're right yeah because the 18rg was like a proper little twin cam and it was high revving and it, like i mean from what i recall it, pro- it probably even made more power I'm than sure an so um but yeah i don't remember if it had all, all around disc brakes and um all those good things but um yeah i i think it's safe to say so um and there were some obviously some super like like um performance oriented ones right like the uh the gtas were like aluminum bodied and they were like um yeah, way more performance oriented than than what was maybe offered off the shelf uh, in Japan at the time. Okay, yeah. and then you have two thousand two turbos too, if you want to go that that way. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, Angry Bird GTI, what's up, dude? Where the hell you been? He says I'm back from the void. What's the, what I don't void? Know what that means, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but he's back. What would your ideal coastal range rally car uh, built after two thousand one be? Missed you guys. Oh, um, well, I'm glad you're back. And uh, post 2001 rally car, what is it? For some reason, my my mind just gets scrambled when that question comes up. I don't know. Yeah, what I would, what I would pick. All all I could think about is art. Art art liked is a Z3 M coupe, so he would probably pick that. Uh, oh, I definitely like yeah, that. But this is. This is like there's no budget mentioned, but, so I don't know. But also, we're not trying to get hyper cars on these rallies, um, really. Yeah, no. just what makes sense, yeah, for for the use case and and our philosophy too, right? Like, um, and because, but most importantly, use case because you do want some ground clearance and compliance and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, I mean the the easy the easy low hanging answer is is two thousand, uh, but I'm trying to think of something more creative than that. Uh, I know. I was gonna say. NC Miata, uh, I mean that's so cheap though, and like not as cool as a new Miata, like or, a brand new RF. Not as cool as an S two thousand. Not as cool as S two thousand either. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you don't um, want? I wouldn't want an Elise or Exige. Yeah, right. S two thousand is too small. Too small for you? Inside, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like smaller than. They're like less comfortable than like an NA Miata, basically. Right. For some reason, I've been having um, I'm having dreams of going on one of these rallies in a full luxury coupe, like a you know, I mean, not that I can crazy LC five hundred or something. You know what I mean? Like just oh G- that, that, uh, GT yeah. style. It's just like I mean, it's so much car for what we do, and and obviously they're not nimble and for tight roads, yeah. but something about just kind of uh, doing these events with you have to overcome their. Um, you know, overweight. But you're also so comfortable and you'd have like tra- all the traction control. I know. It'd be too easy, Warren. You'd be bored. I think you're right. I think you're right. But it would be, 
it would be kind of fun to get it dirty and kind of just rally on it, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah, and those are great cars. It's yeah. just a matter of, like, would you really have as much fun? No, is, and it's absolutely the not thing, the right? perfect rally car build. I mean, that's yeah. not... And but that is a good car as like an organizer that you know you want to get to where you're going you want to be comfortable and yep and uh you might have to wake up earlier than other people and stuff like that and also maybe like bypass a section and haul ass to another area right to do something up ahead um or like go back for someone to get parts and come back you know just having Uh a a very quick comfortable car i don't know yeah but then there's a lot of but then you end up with several options there right like you can go with yeah exactly that's what i'm saying is like cl65 or you know there's crazy um crazy stuff I would love an LC, dude. I They're think that'd cool. be a great car just to have. Fuck yeah, yeah. What are those things? A hundred, hundred and twenty? No, I use. You can get them for probably sixty something. Oh 60. yeah, used, but I don't know what they cost new. Eighty, eighty grand is that base? I don't even know. No, like probably, yeah. I think they're around that like ninety, a hundred mark, right? Yeah, that's what I was assuming. But for like a for the V eight, you know, NAVA, like, yeah, like the non hybrid one, like with all the good stuff you want. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah, I remember they were in the nineties, but. Um, I'm still stuck with this question. Yeah. Sorry, guys. So, uh, what about like a, a 996 Turbo? A little too GT-ish, I think. Too heavy, and, too and too cosseted. Too too much, like all the power all the time, all-wheel drive, right? It's like mm. too what about, cheating again. What once about again. Uh, take your pick, Blob Eye or Bug Eye STI? Yeah, that could be fun. That could That's be a really good fun. choice. I mean, if it was built, if it was built up properly and yeah what would you need i think it's pretty solid right out of the box you just need yeah Yeah, i think a stock one would be fun it's solid how about i mean you could also do an evo like an evo 8 or evo 9 or something yeah totally that'd be super fun i i don't know i i wouldn't mind doing it in like a first gen na or i guess it would have to be the second gen but like a little a 986 boxster or something you Mm. have sense of occasion Mm -hmm. good enough power like do a boxster s would be actually fast Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And you have a top, and you could have top-down motoring. Is uh is like M two too too much? Like, is it too modern? Too too co- too quiet? Too um, yeah. insulated? We want something a little yeah, more raw, more more hardcore, probably. Right? I know it's we, we we could obviously go. There's no budget involved, but we're we will not go with something that's too nice. It's just I know you could do like new GT three. Right, I like, know. I mean, there's so many things you could go with, right? But new M two comp yeah yeah it's all about that sense of adventure right like that's like the whole yeah. the whole thing so if, yeah. if it's if otherwise you know i mean at least if the question's being asked to us right i mean some people go in other cars and they have a good time um we still think they would have more fun yeah. in another <laughs> different car probably but yeah uh, right. you know just as we've talked about a, a mark 7 gti is a, as a fantastic rally car but is it like too easy yeah. too comfortable to whatever um but the answer is yes yeah. i think an nd miata nd miata with Maybe, you know, a couple mods, right? Just like l- lower exhaust it a little, just a tiny bit, yep. just to make it look better. Maybe get an exhaust. Good and brake pads. Put an intake on, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I see even like for, for value wise, like that's a pretty good, checks a lot of boxes, um, sense of occasion. Yeah. Their style is growing on me too over the years. All right. Um, where were we here? Yeah. Kyle JF90 says, I was watching a review of the Mark 8 GTI and it got me thinking, are the odd numbered generations of the GTI generally better than the even numbers? As a former Mark 6 owner, I don't want to believe it, but I feel like there might be a trend. Well, first of all, it's kind of tough right off the box, right out of the box. Mark 1, Mark 2 are, are great, right? 
are pretty. Yeah, and I think Mark II is probably in all aspects better than a Mark One. Exactly. And then Mark Three sucks. So that's the Mark odd. Three sucks. So that throws that out. And then Mark Four is kind of good but heavy. Yep. And, you know, and then Mark Five is good. So that there he's on to something there because the Mark Five was like the return of the GTI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Mark Six was just a refresh. So it was kind. Of, so that's what he's kind of saying. It's like. A little bit not as good as a Mark V, maybe, or, or it's on par with a Mark V. Mark Seven was like really good. That's what, and then Mark Eight's like kind of ho hum. So mm-hmm. he's kind of like the last four gens. It's been that way, but you know, are we saying peak GTI is Mark Two? I would almost say that. Yeah, I kind of would too. Because I think mm-hmm. Mark One is Mark One's the most iconic, and it's really good. But I think with the mark two they kind of irons they just ironed a little bit of stuff out and made it it's more of a car right it's more of a complete package where the um yeah the mark one's an old an old car right mm-hmm. they started yeah. in 74 or absolutely and so, it's, yeah yeah but yeah those are both it's hard to pick between those two it's like yeah mark i really like the mark four r32 um i know it was like a it was described in period as like a, as a, a lineman do, trying too. to be a figure skater or something like that. I remember, I yeah. think it was like road and track. We wrote that, which I think is fantastic, but, um, but they're so rad looking. They sound good. And I think, you know, it's probably like a really good, like seven or eighth tense car. But then once you start to push it, it just yeah. kind of falls apart. Um, great daily though. I yeah. Mean, so versatile and they seem so solid, right? All. Like they're so like, they yeah. seem really well uh-huh. made. Um, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, and the interior; those are that's when they stepped up the interiors, and it was like felt like an Audi. Yeah, um, it's no yeah, surprise. Those are, those are and those are worth now. money, right? I was gonna I say mean, it's just like that. Why wouldn't they be valuable cars? Yeah. They're so cool, and they're limited production, and they've also those been, never really dropped either. They never went below like mm. I feel like they never really went much below twenty grand. Yeah, back in the oh, day. Oh really? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. But when yeah, I was I've when I was them, in I've college, seen them dip to like ten. For the R32s? Dang. Yeah. Salvage title or something. <laughs> I've never seen them yeah. that cheap. Yeah, I mean, I saw a couple, but they, yeah. were, they were, again, these were like, they've already been owned by three people, modified, you know, yeah. driven hard, all that stuff. I'm probably looking at low mileage ones. But yeah, yeah. Because I just remember they, they were always desirable. Yeah. Right. Uh, when I was in college, I, I bought a set of wheels for one of my Civics off of a dude who had, um, um is it Tornado Red or Tornado Red or... You know what I'm talking about tornado, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. A, a red one, and that was the only one I ever saw. I have never seen another red one ever. Um, I've always, wow. I've always seen silver, black, and blue. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, that guy at the time also had, um, uh, what is it called? The uh, is it the W8 six speed manual Passat wagon? Uh, which was oh, yeah. so rad. He had just picked it up. Um, he was a big VW guy. That's a that's an expensive car to keep going. All right. Uh, Bobby Reed with the cars. What's up, Bobby? He says, I carry a piece of weed trimmer string in my 944 to clear the drain holes in its spoiler. Have you ever had to carry a specialty tool for one of your cars? What do you got? I got something. Mm. My freaking damn gosh darn Vanagon, uh, the rear hatch uh, struts are on back order. I don't know why, but I've tried ordering them several times. They might be back now, but... It's one of those things where you go and order it on one of these Vanagon sites, uh, a place I've used before, 
and they take your money and everything and then they email you that's not that's actually out of stock so we'll let you know when it comes in i'm like that's horrible yeah. dude <laughs> i know what the fuck because it says in stock of course when you order it um is so, that an ecs because they tend to do that it wasn't ecs no no but uh yeah. like a vanigan specific site but anyways um yeah. so for the time being i'm using a vice grip that will lock on to the shaft of said uh, strut and hold the hatch up. And yeah. to be honest, when we use the camping, uh, the tent that goes over the hatch, it puts extra pressure on it. So I have to use three vice grips. I went to Harbor Freight and bought little vice grips. And so it's like, a, I have to like be very strategic with wow. how, those, how those clamp and stuff. So that's my little tool I've got going for the Vanagon. That's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, I carry around a uh, copper prop thing for the trunk because I'm scared to put I'm scared to put um, the hatch struts on because it might delaminate the glass from the frame. Oh, because it's mounted directly to the glass. Yeah. Oh. It's nine forty four problem. It's mounted to an aluminum frame or. And basically, the glass is glued to the frame, and when, when they're, you know, now they're thirty-five-year-old cars, right? Um, it, like, when you put new strat, struts, they're so strong, and all of a sudden, it's not used to it, and mm. it tends to like, and but I've never had this happen, but it's very, it's like a common thing, so I just like, basically, deal with it, you know. Interesting. Wow, I never, I, I think you mentioned that before, but I didn't realize that was such a serious thing. I mean, it's not serious. <laughs> it's as serious as I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's serious enough to where you're not making the repair. Yeah. You've yeah. you got a For copper sure. pole. Is that what it is? Yeah. Why copper? Are you worried about? Uh, uh, I just ha- it has and it has rubber on each end. We just had a piece of copper lying around. I see. Um, That's that but I also use it for my hood because I never put the strut back on my hood because I have to make a mount. I had to, oh. and I never did it. Um, you should put like a Porsche sticker on that copper pole. I know, right? Like the Ferrari, um, Testarossa that came to Radwood at Goodwood. Yeah, exactly. It's like a special thing. The, maybe yeah. you could sell them lane. Like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Hood, or yeah, hood and trunk props. Hood and uh, trunk. I think yeah. that's a pretty classic one, right? Like the dowel of some sort to hold up the uh, yeah. you know, str- trunks or hoods open. I'm trying to think of something, and, and I don't have anything except for this one, and it's not very special at all. But um, <laughs> just like I recently reset my OB, my onboard computer on the E30 because uh, it was on 24 hour time, and I had left it like that forever. And so, you know, you have to go through the motions, and there's like a little button in there that you have to press and stuff like that. But um, that requires a ballpoint pen, which, you know, is a tool, right? Or a paper clip. Uh-huh. <laughs> or a very small Allen wrench is what I use. Oh, that's what you use? All right. That's it? Oh, <laughs> oh on, my 940, <laughs> on my 914 that I had in high school, um, it went through ignition, little, you know, the ignition uh, whatever things so much. They would just break those VW um, ignitions. So the, like the I tumbler? would care. Yeah, the, the tumbler uh-huh. where, you know, that would plug into the, it, it's actually, yeah, but anyways, it went through tumblers so much that I would just carry around a screwdriver and I'd have to rip it off the back and use the screwdriver to start the car, basically. Oh, nice. So, that Volks- was a Volkswagen, cool. a Volkswagen screwdriver, I hope. 
Oh, of course. Of course. You wouldn't do it with anything else. No. Um, I'm trying to think there's something else too that I used to carry around. I have a, I have a, uh, like a, what the hell is it called? Like a parking chalk. Is that what uh-huh. it is? Um, in my Mighty Max, just in case I have to park on a really steep hill, I don't quite trust the e-brake and putting it in first. I'm like uh, a little worried. So if I was on like something really steep, yeah. I can throw that back there, but it's never been a problem. That's, that's, that's a pretty, good idea. That's pretty cool. Oh, uh, 9, 914, I would also always carry around a towel or like a t-shirt because I would never put the top on and the the interior, you know, the windshield would be always, always wet oh, on the inside of the car. Right, right. Like in the evening. Like or like the morning do yeah yeah totally yeah uh daft chief says what car did you overlook when launched but came to appreciate and or obsess over in retrospect uh prerequisite you were car conscious of it when it came out so not some car before your time so something that you were around for the launch and now you really appreciate that's a good huh. this is a really good question um yeah god dang it you know what I think just because I wasn't really super into trucks or at least that type of truck is, and this is going to be the most boring answer ever is the first generation Toyota Tundra. I know it sounds so stupid, but um, I really appreciate them now. I appreciate the size, their longevity. um, They're incredibly uh, maintenance friendly and reliable. They're just like a really amazing car and um i think the more time goes on i appreciate like a really really nice low mileage four-wheel drive tundra it like gets me excited uh-huh. <laughs> which is so stupid oh, that's funny i think it's from hanging out with our friend jared so much which shout out to jared he just bought a new tundra or a used tundra um after replacing his other one with a tacoma and a land cruiser or lx uh, lexus but um he did just buy a tundra and He's just like all about it, all the different, you know, variations and sizes and stuff. And so anyways, that's that's something that I'm a little embarrassed to admit. But uh, first gen Toyota Tundra. Uh, Lane, does anything jump so out at you? Uh, you know, I'm more of a T100 guy myself. Ooh, but uh, those, are, no. <laughs> those are rare. A yeah. T100 got more hate than it deserved, though, right? For sure. Like, because it just it was too small or wasn't enough of like a a truck when it came out yeah and, and they uh, offered it with a four-cylinder at the time no did they or was it just i thought it was a well no i think six. you could get both if i remember correctly they didn't offer out eight and there's I no it was eight only that was that was six. i think their their uh the hurt on it because yeah. yeah i don't remember a four in that thing though dude. i that would was... say you could get a t100 with a four-cylinder i'll, I'll look it up you huh. guys uh yeah i i thought it was just that they didn't offer of an eight and that was basically their they're, you know, the bad thing, because it was only six cylinders, so it wasn't a real truck. You know, it wasn't like an American you yeah. know, Ford or Chevy or whatever. Um, on that same lines, I do appreciate now when I see a newer single cab short bed truck. Yep. They look so good, dude. I saw just like a not a great looking truck either, like a 2008 Chevy yesterday. And it was four wheel drive, short bed, single cab, stock, and I'm like, man, that's rad looking, like so cool, dude. Absolutely, and, and dude, and I have those Toyotas look really good too. The ones with the big engine, the four eight or whatever. Totally, yeah. So you could get a T100 with a four cylinder. Oh wow, that's crazy. So you, you, yeah, that's understand. But so only a four and a six, and they didn't offer an eight. Exactly, mm. exactly. Yeah, and apparently huh. there was a 
I guess you could get a TRD edition, maybe late in their the run with the supercharger V6. So that was their oh. makeup. You know, we don't have a V8, but you cool. can get this fucking thing. I have to say too, speaking yeah. of trucks, just really quick, I for whatever reason I was actually helping Jared look at some trucks um, on Craigslist, and it just got me back searching. I used to be on BRZO constantly, but don't have as much time now to go on Craigslist and search. But I. I called and emailed on a Mighty Max, which is so crazy. There was a perfect, perfect white um, stock Mighty Max for sale in Salinas, but it had been on Craigslist for seven days and uh, no response. And then the ad was uh, expired. So so not sure what happened with it, but for no reason, no good reason. I just was like, I could upgrade my Mighty Max for X amount of dollars um, I want to go look at it and it just didn't work out. So anyways, if you're listening and you see a good Mighty Max in the Northern California area, holler. How do you feel about the, the little extended right. cap cool, ones dude. or whatever yeah. they're called? Art, are you back, Art? <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me? I don't think he's there. I, can you hear me? I would say I'm trying to, I was trying to like, I was, I saw this question earlier on. I couldn't, I'm having a hard time thinking of anything. I, I guess now I just came up Miata, I guess might be a, a car that, you know, at the time, I thought I didn't really see, you know, I guess I didn't appreciate it for what it was. That's a good um, answer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it had that right off the bat. It had that stigma. Um, I was like a hairdresser car, whatever. Um, and, yeah, I don't think I really ever appreciated it for what it was. It was just, you Are know. Are you talking N.A.? Yeah. Yeah. I I. I I think so because I was reading car magazines all the time and stuff. Then, right? You know what it is because back then you're all about you're looking at zero to sixty times and like totally. as a kid, it's all about the numbers, right? And and you're always looking at these numbers and you're like, oh, that thing sucks. It does zero to sixty in nine point eight seconds mm. or whatever the Miata did. Yeah. So yeah. that that was kind of the whole thing. And I, you know, I I remember a Honda Integ- or a Acura Integra like GSR whatever year that was did like 7.1 i was like whoa that's pretty fast dude that's like you know but you remember these things and miata just uh, when you look at a miata on paper you know it just kind of sucks but but that doesn't mean anything you know we've come to realize over our years of driving that a fun car you know you could have fun to k a k truck with with zero power or you can have you know tons of fun to miata too obviously miatas are one of the most fun cars you can own so yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's funny. I actually, I'm thinking uh Ferrari 348 and oh, it's yeah. the same thing you're talking about lane where it's like the performance numbers, especially what the Ferrari had been coming out with until then you're just thinking this is not a desirable car. And I don't know, the styling's kind of weird and I don't know, whatever moving yeah. on and it sort of just gets lost. And then recently I was on uh shout out to bid nerds and they featured a 348 um hard top just red on black i think it just is such a clean crisp design and again who cares about zero to 60 times if it has a nice um you know howling little engine and uh, you're having fun in the canyons that's a pretty rad car they're pretty terrible though unless you get the later ones what year was right that that's one? what i'm saying later yeah. you wanted you want so a later the, one the handling supposed to be a little that's the whole thing you read the reviews from back in the day and you're like they're what like, the handling, handling's weird, basically. Is it the Fiorano, or there was a, a late model? I always forget about Yeah, the, the late yeah. one's supposed to be really good, which is like 19. It's whatever the last year was, was like 94, I think, or last I think, two right? years. Yeah, because they, yeah. they, yeah, they changed all the suspension yeah. geometry. They, like, 
yeah, tons of stuff. Right. And so right. with That's those, the, 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 I actually, um, I looked into this a little further cause I was curious to know, like if they actually just messed with like bushings and alignment and like spring rates yeah. or if they completely changed pickup points. And I did discover that they totally changed the pickup points in the rear suspension. Uh, so it's, to- it's yep. completely revised. Um, so that that makes it a, a cool proposition, right? Like I can't remember. But I bet it's more so, like a three fifty five. Those right. are probably so rare and expensive now that there's that doesn't make any sense. Right? Not really. They're still pretty like three forty eights are still pretty cheap. They're not as desirable. Like that engine is actually like not known to be like that special. Like in, in, in again Ferrari world, right? V eights at the time, and it's not a five valve and blah blah blah. So, but um. I, I can't remember, but I think there's an issue with the oil pumps too. That is like a catastrophic issue that you need some aftermarket op, uh, component to, to make it work. Um, but I don't know if it's Got only it. the early cars. Um, but I agree with you on the design side of things though. Like I think they definitely are very cool looking. Uh, and at the time I wasn't that into them either. It was just kind of like the shitty Ferrari. Right. But um, yeah, me too. I think I would. I I want to go. Actually, since we're talking about these cars in particular, I would go with the Mondial Coupe as like a car that yeah. I had zero interest oh, in. Oh yeah. And like now, I find pretty appealing. Like those seem super rad. They look good to me. I always like. Yeah, I always thought they were funky too. Yeah, no, I, that I short like that. nose and everything. Yep, that's a good one. Um, what about something more contemporary? Uh, that you know, maybe in that early two thousands. That didn't really appeal to you too much, but now you're super into. Um, it's really tough. I mean, there's, I guess, the earlier stuff is easier to think about because, like you said, Lane, we weren't driving. You know, when we were in, yeah. you know, early high school, junior high, we were obsessed with cars, but we couldn't actually buy one. Yeah. So that would be different. Um, Dude, actually, one yeah. that might might come to surprise here to you guys uh, is the Z4M Coupe. Um, I, I like early on, I wasn't really into them very much. And, uh, especially the front end, like it felt kind of like baleen whaley kind of, I don't know, like there was just something about yeah. how the round nose dropped that I wasn't super into it. And like, you know, in recent, maybe in the last few years, like I've actually come to like, like them a lot and I think they're, they're super rad and I think it's a great like proposition, right? I know that like Cayman always destroyed it in tests or whatever for like, um, you know, for a proper sports car in terms of handling and braking and all that shit. But it definitely seems like a like a cool package, right? It's like a little, maybe a little more GT-ish, but I've also grown to like the looks. I think it looks pretty rad. I think that's a good answer. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah, it was pretty uh, revolutionary when it came out. You know, that Bengal design was like, and that's now looking back, that's the most conservative Bengal car there ever right. was. And the best look and the one that stood the test of time where all the others have, you know, kind of not, you know, fared so well. All right. Last question. Croc GT4 drops a bomb on us here. Thoughts on City of Carmel mandating proof of vaccination or negative test in order to enter the city center without a mask during Concord on the Avenue. Bracelets given to those vaccinated and roaming security looking for those without a bracelet, not wearing a mask. Glad to be staging cars and not having to confront people. So I guess he's helping out. Um, I had not heard that. That's news to me. You guys know about that? No, I hadn't. I I haven't heard it either. But doesn't I'm not. I wouldn't be too. That's fine. I well, guess. how do you? How are they going to do that? Are they going to stop you when you get onto Ocean Avenue, or is it going to be like? 
I guess they'll have a bunch of checkpoints. Because yeah, it, they'll just close off all those, like... I know. The beauty of that event is it's sort of casual where they just kind of come and go into the the downtown strip. Yeah. It's not... Uh, there's no gates, in other words. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a major pain in the ass. Like, getting through that process is going to suck, but... Um, yeah, it's weird that they would be that strict about it where, you know, you, think, you would think it would be more like Disneyland. Like, hey, you're vaccinated. You can... Like self check kind of thing. I mean, um, obviously the the thing there is there there's going to be a ton of people that don't play that by that rule, right? And also, I think I mean, same with Disneyland, right? But it's yeah, also but Disneyland's older, a business. Older population, I think, to... is the thing here, right? That's my guess. They're trying oh, to be right. extra careful. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a trippy one. I mean, I think I I would rather it be self regulated, right? I mean, I, I we're vaccinated. I mean, I don't care, but I think it's just like one of those things, right? Where we're at the point now where if if if, if it's a choice that you make and the risk that you take as an individual, yeah. right? Like if, if, if you don't want to, if you're not vaccinated or don't care to be vaccinated and then expose yourself that way. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a tough one. I think just from a, from a, an event standpoint, you know, being event people, the super crucial thing is if it's going to happen, it better be very efficient or it could totally kill the experience. Right. You don't want to be. Oh yeah. dude, it could yeah. take, yeah, it could take five hours to get in or something. That's the worst part about all that. Yeah. Right? It's really, that's what I'm worried out. about. I wonder. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless I've heard that there's like apps and stuff like the, um, like that are, you know, official that you can upload or have your information on. So maybe there's a way to like, they're going to promote that and then you just scan it or something so that, it's, right. it's a little more integrated um and it's not like you pulling out a card and like you know having to check that and it, I, I don't know but i'm curious to know how they're going to do that so that to be clear too this is just so you don't have to wear a mask you can wear a mask and not deal with any of this right true so maybe you'll wear a mask and have to, if you want to not wear a mask you have to wait in line that's the that's the catch mm-hmm. yeah that's so there'll be uh, some check-in places where you can get this bracelet and then you're you're good to go that's probably how they'll do it. The the threat of cops looking for people is pretty like like it's I think that's a a big threat. I, I do too. I think it's a all deterrent. You know, it's like they're really going to be having people like come on dude like Yeah. I think it's just trying to get people to be vaccinated and kind of like, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just wear a mask is what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's a yeah, I mean that's, that's a, obviously a political conversation and a societal weird conversation to have, but I, I, I do trip out on the, the the philosophy behind not wanting to do it. And like some people are straight up like we want we because we want our freedom to not we want our freedom to choose to not to do something, right? And it's like, okay, well you have to wear a seatbelt yeah. and for obvious reasons and you also have to do this no, for you, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah. There are certain freedoms that you have to forego to for the better good of everyone right but or just for private businesses they require a shirt to go into mcdonald's right and um that's just one thing you we've not now we're now we're laying is brah no dude they require trips to mcdonald's in maui no one would go to mcdonald's (laughs) yeah i went went pantless um oh by the way one thing it does sucks is is like COVID still a thing here? So you have to wear masks everywhere. Yeah. And it's weird coming from, you know, where we've, we've, uh, stopped that a few weeks ago. I know we went to, uh, we went to the Monterey Bay Aquarium last Saturday and same deal masks everywhere Mm. all day long, regardless of vaccines. So yeah, yeah, we're still, we're moving through it. It does feel, I was downtown Santa Cruz recently and it felt very alive, lively, like people working in the shops. Um, some were 
maskless and it was sort of that if you're vaccinated you don't need one situation so it's uh yeah. it's getting there and then art and i went to a movie theater which is my first movie theater in a year and a half or whatever let's be honest probably like two years i'd never go to the, the movies but yeah exactly three but, years yeah. yeah is this is this um, a good segue for that uh discussion wow, well you just <laughs> ruined it but yep if you didn't say segue it would have been we we're close we were so close there Gotta love it. All right, Art. I'm gonna let you start this one because it was your uh, you invited me, and uh, this is really your favorite type of movie. So favorite, favorite, God. absolutely at the very top. Um, Take it away. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, our bud uh, Mark Arsenal of Illist and Fat Lace fame reached out, and he's like, "Hey, dude, I you know have the opportunity here to invite some people uh, to do a an early screening of the film in San Francisco. Uh, it's U plus one, so." It was either you or Lane, at least to begin with. And uh, Lane is a bigger fan, I'd say, of the Fast and the Furious franchise. So him being in uh, in, in Hawaii, Hawaii uh, made the, 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 what do you call it? You as my backup. <laughs> you, you ended up joining me. Um, but because, I mean, I, I think it's safe to say. And, you know, and the reason I bring this up and I'm giving you shit is that a lot of people like were commenting like about like Wham hasn't even seen the first eight. And like, it doesn't even <laughs> give a shit about this or whatever, because I've seen like half of them. And I honestly, when I saw this one coming out, I was thinking that we would go with a group to go see it. So okay. I'm, I'm in. All right. All right. I want to see it. I want to be in on the joke. But uh, yeah. I would not usually drive to San Francisco to see this movie. No. Right. Um, yeah, so so we uh, we we went and uh, had some yummy burgers and uh, freaking right right as we're about to uh, get into the place uh, or we're, we had like 15 minutes before heading in. Uh, Kevin of AutoWorks is like, "Hey, nice E30," and he had actually seen my car in the parking garage, um, and uh, he joined us. And uh, yeah, it was it was fun times. Uh, I think you know I don't know if we have anything else to say about that except for jumping into the review, uh, Warren. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, so Kevin and his son joined us at Super Duper Burgers, which I had never heard of, but it's quite good. It is a tasty burger. Um, and we were at the Metreon in San Francisco, so it's kind of the top-of-the-line movie theater as far as the sound, and it was a curved screen and obviously reclining chairs and all that stuff. Oh, can um, I say something about Dolby. that real quick, about the sound? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if it's me not being in a theater for a year, but wasn't it insanely loud in there? insane and i'm so <laughs> glad that uh kevin's son who's like high school age was said the same thing before we did he's like oh, dude, yeah. it was fucking loud <laughs> like, dude, it was insane and obviously the movie is an action movie so it's constant explosions and car crashes but um it was so freaking loud and i don't know if that's just because we're in that dolby atmos theater or whatever that experience is but jesus christ yeah um it was crazy and kevin still almost fell asleep so there's that <laughs> yeah there you go um so review yeah review time so uh yeah. we were stuck with this the starting screen was just there was no advertisements or any like previews there was one preview before the movie but for like 20 minutes it was just vin diesel arms crossed looked like he had to take a dump staring right at my right in my face yeah it's pretty nice um so yeah dude i think uh the, i don't even know where to start but i mean i think overall <laughs> Before we get into details, um, I feel like the only way to really, uh, 
I don't even want to say appreciate because that's a strong it, word. It, is it a car <laughs> movie or not? It's very. No. It, it, it's a. It's got cars in it, but, no. but but it's got cars in it. But there's no car. It's not a car movie. But here's the thing. It's not about a. You never heist a car. It's no. not about. It never. Yeah, no, okay. there's, the there's cars, cars they use it. are uninteresting. They're not even like. There's one interesting or two, I guess. The the Helen Mirren scene where she drives a noble. I think it's a noble, right, Art? Yeah. And then Dom Dom's car is a mid-engine uh, Challenger, right? Okay. Yeah, and his his car is the badass, same actually. I really like it. It's um, very, but yeah, it's yeah there's cool. like a I think it's a GT350 at the beginning there. I'm not quite sure, but it's a you know contemporary Mustang of some sort. And then uh, there's a Challenger and a new one, a Charger wide body, a Charger wide but, body. Um, yeah, but that's so like boring i don't know anyways I mean, it's, go on it's, it's, I don't it's, yeah who is it appealing to right um but the thing with this is that the only way that i can sort of like um suspend disbelief with these movies because they're so fucking ridiculous is that you have it, they're basically a live action comic right like they're like if if, yeah. it, if they were animated like yeah, you yeah, would not it, you wouldn't even blink twice it's like it all it totally works mm-hmm. as an animation right like just the way things work but like yeah. because it's humans basically doing absolutely insane like you know impossible things <laughs> that uh you know like the amount the amount of jumping from one car to another while it's flipping or exploding is absurd like huh. <laughs> these aren't superheroes by the way i just want to throw that but out they, there i saw they, this on the pre- on the preview there's like a Maybe it's like a big rig or something, and it like flips vertically yeah. in the air, like while then, Vin yeah. Diesel is running like, through it. There's by the some way. insane. St- yeah, yeah, he's running oh, through shit. a flipping <laughs> semi truck. Yeah, yeah, no problem, That's like the off thing. the walls. So, but here's this is I don't know if you agree with this, uh, Warren, but I felt like they were kind of hinting at like something being maybe them being special and possibly having superpowers because remember that conversation I, with, with Tyrese. And so like, absolutely. I, I, it might go in that direction where all of a sudden, I think that's what they're angling for. Yeah. I because think you're it, right. there were a couple scenes where Vin Diesel basically ripped like these gigantic chains at an, an entire concrete structure down. Remember when he fell into oh that God. well? Like, so yeah. I think they're, they're kind of starting to go in that direction uh, where all of a sudden now these guys, they're going to be in the next Marvel movie. I wouldn't be yeah, surprised. Exactly. It's that crazy. Or, it's honestly. so far. It's so far from where it started now that like, it's not even yeah. forget jumping the shark, dude. They fucking jumped. The oh, earth. They went into space, dude. <laughs> they, went like, I, exactly. I uh, they went to space. So here's the thing. Is uh so this was ten right nine nine, so could what if I here I without see having not seen this one that you guys just watched, I want ten to be like go back to like Tokyo roots you know Tokyo right. drift style exactly where it's I mean, more like a uh, like a, a Tokyo drift's my favorite one and uh, I wanted to go back to that like a simpler movie about cars yeah absolutely this is so barely a car movie it would be the same thing if you called mission impossible a car movie like that there's no uh real details about the car why they're in those cars first of all there's a jungle chase scene to start off (laughs) through fucking dirt roads and rivers and jungle and their two choices they have is a wide body charger and a fucking mustang with no modifications for off-road use at all. It's like, what 
is happening here? Like, this is not. And of course, and of course, all the villains and everyone have like proper vehicles, dude. They have like they have these... like fucking G wagons and Land Cruisers. Yeah, and, and also, you know, well, just like crazy off road. Like, what are like those um, side by sides? Yeah, side by sides with crazy articulating suspension and stuff, right? Which makes yeah. a lot of sense. But and how long is that? And how long is that scene? Probably oh, it's fifteen like minutes fucking long. Fifteen like crazy, minutes. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And of course, the, yeah. the yeah, the I don't know if you mentioned this a second ago here, but um, the the Mustangs got like a splitter and like arrow and like you know it's like the worst car to be driving through. <laughs> the jungle with like low profile tires and shit yeah yeah it just goes on from there and i mean i think one thing i would like is a tyrese ludicrous spinoff i think that is something that i would watch um oh wow i I like their little comedy relief and they're like sort of the the dingbats um in the crew which is saying something and uh the acting is so fucking horrible it's painful how bad it is. So I mean, is it the acting's that bad or is it the uh, the writing's that it's bad? Both, because I every, think those two... It's so, so bad. I mean, it's I, I basically am like kind of sad for other filmmakers when there's this type of uh-huh. budget spent on a movie like this, which has zero redeeming qualities other than a comic book action thing. It yeah. just seems like a waste. You're like, God, what a waste of energy and time and all this stuff. Is... But, uh, so I saw the one scene. They're like one of our fa- like I don't even know. It was on Instagram. Someone wrote like one of my favorite scenes from the movie. So like one of the actors, and it's when they're having their like family dinner at the house, and like uh, that R thirty thirty the R thirty four shows up. Oh yeah, that's skyline. how the movie ends. And it's and it just shows like Vin Diesel smiling. It's like the cheesiest scene I've ever oh seen. Oh my god! And they're just enjoying some Coronas <laughs> with my boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, that's. That's the weirdest thing about this whole thing is that they're so low tech in some ways, and then they're so insanely beyond yeah. high tech in other ways, right? Like Mission, Impo- right. Mission Impossible yeah. style shit. But like they're they're like driving around in no, like a nineteen seventy two Chevy Nova and like a you know whatever or whatever that early seventies one is, you know, with like the slope back. And then uh, Vin Diesel's got he's like mobbing in his like mid engined uh, Challenger, right? Charger, Challenger, Challenger, uh, mm-hmm. and they're in, like in Budapest or something, you know, like flying through these streets, and everyone else has like this crazy ass technology and they're like cruising in these things uh, and then they go back and they're in LA it looks like so that did you see that the house was being rebuilt uh, Warren at the end yeah, yeah. so I'm guessing that there's ma- that. that's going to be their new HQ right so it's going to be like probably yeah. appear the same from the outside but have like all this crazy tech inside uh, that's my guess oh uh, my. did you notice when so that that, uh, that Vin Diesel the young Vin Diesel was entirely CGI'd no yeah that, that was all that was not a real actor what? Dude, that, guy, that that was super CGI. Like I was staring at it and I was no, thinking, no, no, no. Uh, that's where shit gets weird. Is like, no, does I don't, that think, that I don't mean... think that's right. <laughs> shit. I have are you sure look. about that? Or are you just are you Dude, speculating? I, I haven't looked it up, but it looked very CGI no, to me. Oh no, no, that's an actor. That's an actor. Dude, th- no way. Oh yeah, that's no way. Can we can we also talk about? It starts off with like some fucking uh, Winston Cup Series race with Vin Diesel's dad as a driver and blah, blah, blah. They're in the pit crew and it's 1986 and all the cars have like, you know, 2000 front ends, <laughs> stuff like that. Just come on. By the way, they, you know, they just change things as they go. Like in the first one, they probably mentioned his dad and he didn't say he was a race car driver. Right. You know, like it, it's, yeah. His dad was so, like a fisherman in the first one and now he's like a yeah. NASCAR cup racer. These movies are all just, they've become like parodies of, of the, of the franchise. And, yeah. Uh, well, it's turned into Mission Impossible is what it's turned into. What, yeah. A very, 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 very bad version of Mission Impossible. Um, actually, I'm, 
I'm looking. I have a little mini trivia for you guys. Do you guys know what the budget is for this movie? Oh, the budget was? Shit. Um, oh, my God. It's got to be... S- at 300 um, million. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, 400. So, yeah, it's a little low, actually. I see 200 million. Okay. Well, that seems low. Like when uh, there's Netflix films that are have two million, two hundred million dollar budgets, and they'll definitely make their money back on this, of course. But uh, there, it's already made four hundred and four million. Jesus. So the other thing that I was talking to Art about um, during the movie is there's there's constant fighting scenes, of course. You know, like everyone's jumping around, kicking people, and uh, the camera no longer stays still for this. It's a oh, constant yeah. shaking camera. So it adds to like this frantic uh, action feel, but you never really see what's going on. <laughs> Honestly, like there's these full on choreographed fighting scenes and I don't even know what's happening. And then just like loud explosions and stuff. And then it's over. It's so weird. It's just a weird style. Like back in the day, you'd watch like some, I don't know, the Matrix, let's say. And the camera is like perfectly still, but the actors are flipping around, you know, and it's really kind of impressive. This is just like... It's just noise, just static. Yeah, it's it's, mm. yeah, it's intense, dude. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. The only way I can, as I said, digest it is by thinking of it as just a comic book, you know, like in a comic. Yeah, that's the way to that's um, the way to look it at is, it. Uh, it is so ridiculous. Um, definitely like a, um, I think an experience that is enjoyed as a group better too, because you can just look at each other like every five minutes and be like, is this really happening right now? You know? I know. It's like, yeah. I think it'd be better to watch it like. Uh, uh, someone's house and be able to talk over it and just like actively make fun of it, you know, <laughs> instead so of that's the way it was rewatching the first one in the theater. When yeah. We, when we rewatched it like five years ago or whatever that was, I mean, I everyone was like actively yelling and talking. Yeah. That's cool. That I stuff. would be stoked if they did go back to an actual car movie and had like interesting yeah. cars and um, just some angle there of, I don't know. Like had to build the cars themselves and like yeah. go through that whole thing, whatever. Yeah, some cheesy. It's so yeah. bad. The acting is just absolutely absurd. If you ever want to see the worst acting of any movie, watch Fast and Furious. You've obviously movie. never seen. I mean, the go room. watch. Th- <laughs> go watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I have not seen. Go it. watch the first first Fast and Furious. It's not much better. No, I know. And um, and I saw that movie in the theater, and it was like basically watching it and laughing the whole time as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, it's 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 just crazy where it's gone, right? Like because it's it's absurd. It's not race street racing eclipses. It's like it's you know, I mean, it's yeah, Mission Impossible meets Doctor Evil meets like (laughs) just like the all of the all of the cliches, right? All the stereotypes of like this exactly Eastern European mastermind or European mastermind trying to take over the world, but. Now there's a there's family involved, which is the difficult part, oh, right? Because family God. is everything <laughs> in Fast and the Furious. So, um, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but yeah, uh, Wham, I don't so, know. I just like there was just so uh, much CGI to me. Like it, the whole thing kind of has this filter, right? Like where that's why yeah, like, I, yeah. I really felt like the younger Vin Diesel, even like you look at his face in some lighting and it's like this looks totally fake, but it could. I don't know. No, I think uh, it's just an actor. Yeah, that the reason that I, I was like it's I, probably. I, I made my guess is it's him, and then they do CGI over his face. Maybe I haven't I looked it up. They so. do, it it's is full actor. CGI, but it's not. Yeah, but nah. they bait. You know, it's like, like right. when they use a, they still use a. That'd person, be a three hundred three hundred million dollar budget. Because the, the reason that I bring that up is that I felt that shit, dude. The way things are going, like with that R thirty four rolling up at the end, 
dude, they might even bring um, Paul Walker back, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> it might even be. Oh, right. <laughs> like, they to, probably could do like small, small portions of it. Yeah, they could do that. Because they brought back, well, so, oh, shit, never mind, spoiler alert. Yeah, they brought back other characters, right? So, um, well, they used Paul Walker in the one where he died, you know, where he died. They, they CGI'd him. They used his brother and then they CGI'd him to make him look, you know, exactly like his brother uh, uh, for scenes in the movie that were missing. So they've already done yeah. that. Well, they already teased the, at the end of this, they teased the next one. So obviously it's not ending. You guys get another shitty movie to watch in a year and a half. F10 oh. or whatever the fuck they're going to call it. F10, dude. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, go see it. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually uh, was. Thank, I mean, I wasn't really considering it. I was going to wait until you know we could watch it at home, as you described, just to dick around. But yeah, the fact that we were invited made it easier, right? But I mean, oh no, I'm glad so, I went, and um, I I want to thank uh, Mark of uh, Illust and Fat Lace for definitely extending the invite. But um, and I think I went into it expecting this. It wasn't like I was expecting something more, but. It was just uh, pretty ridiculous. Yeah, and they do so did well, right? See Hobbs and it's crazy how yeah. well these did, things do. Did it? Oh yeah, they kill. It's like all Marvel movies and all that. Yeah, stuff, I know right? the fucking Avengers big. bullshit. I mean, uh, no offense yeah. to anyone who loves the Avengers, but get a life. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did anyone watch that Hobbs and Shaw when it came out? Because that's a spinoff of this. No, know? I didn't. I didn't. No, I never saw that. I didn't. But either. they did tease uh, Jason so, Statham there at the end, though, so that maybe he might be involved in the uh, next one. Okay. Yeah, and then look for a uh, Tyrese um, Ludicrous spinoff called uh, cool. Ding and Dong. Or and ever, and all the parties, Lane, are drop-dead gorgeous <laughs> girls and nothing but. Just uh-huh. all beautiful girls oh, wow. with all the supercars lined out up front. Like, that's all the parties. <laughs> and so we, and, I, and they're oh, always at awesome. night, of course. So I would lean over and like and I'd be like, hey, wait, is that uh, Evening Engines? <laughs> <laughs> that's our Evening Engines show. It looked perfect. Uh, sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's, it was great. It's great. Can't wait to check it out, guys. Um, let me see if I got a little trivia for your guys here. Yeah. To switch little, little um random little uh side deal. I was gonna say. I don't know why I was gonna say deal instead of side note. But I'm curious to know what your go to um uh, movie uh, snacks are. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty traditional popcorn. I don't really get involved in candy much. I don't either, Whoa. except for one, and I I did actually get some. Yeah, you I did. like red vines. Sour Patch Kids are a must. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I'm, yeah, I think I go red vines, and then I'll do some popcorn or something. Yeah, pop, um, popcorn oh, and a coke. When when art when Warren's looking for this, I do. I am driving a uh, 2021 Mini Cooper S four door hardtop. Right on in man. Hawaii. Right on. <laughs> cool. Uh, it has. It has under ten thousand miles on it, so it's pretty factory fresh. Um, but yeah, it's a. I I haven't driven a mini since the first gen of the new, the new cars. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, when is that? Like two thousand five or something like that? Two thousand? I don't even know. Something yeah. like that, right? Two thousand six. Oh, six is the um, last of that first gen. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah have this thing for the week and it's a uh, full family in it it's done fine for us and our our stuff and I, it's quirky and they're still quirky and kind of weird but uh and the engine's pretty strong the automatic transmission shifts really well works well with the paddles um 
doesn't want to go into first gear unless you're like basically creeping which but uh has tons of torque with the turbo engine and everything um i don't know it's like it's like a decent it's a decent little fun thing but i think it's lacking as far as like a car goes compared to like a gti or something it doesn't even compare it's like a good car um and the one thing that's really bad with the four-door it is one of the hardest cars i've ever had to get in and out of in my life it has no room like your seat is behind the b pillar so you're having to go in it at the wrong place so you have to kind of do this like wedge yourself in it's almost like Getting into a Lotus Elise in a way. You start like whoa, at the whoa, you like whoa. you like forward and then back, right? Kind of like it, <laughs> you yeah. You have to go forward and back, and then you have to duck your head, and you're like, where do I put my legs? It just doesn't have enough room to fit, like because the door is so short, because hmm. um, the car is so small, right? And it's it's very awkward to get in and out of. It's more more in than out, but yeah, the the it, like I I have I have not experienced that with any car like ever and you know besides like a lotus elise which is hardly a car um but yeah it's it's crazy and then another thing driving wise i know arts mentioned this in the past with some some front wheel drive cars and i haven't experienced it with like my volkswagens but um it it doesn't return to center oh yeah so have you know art you've mentioned that. that in the past right yep Right, not I did, there. I but anyways, have you? <laughs> I did this. Yeah, that yeah, exact so, thing with this car. Yeah. But Volkswagen GTI, like my GTI or my Jetta, didn't do that. They would return to center. This thing, like, if you're dry, if you're in a turn, you can let off the wheel, and the car just continues to turn. Yeah, it's like a, a caster thing, I think. Right, and and that yeah. is the trippiest thing, yeah. dude. It's like, and it makes it where on straights, you're constantly moving the wheel back and forth because it doesn't just center. Yeah, you know, where usually you're adjusting off center. This you're steer, you're having to steer out of turns rather right. than just like let, let it, it recoil. Go, yeah. It's a totally different way of driving, and it's kind of like it makes it where I'm like I feel like I'm going down the road, kind of like all over the place. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not just like staying straight, steady and straight. I'm, I'm constantly having to move the wheel around. And it's a really weird, weird feeling. I'm sure you get used to it, but it's, it's definitely not, a darty, darty car in general, right? Like, I mean, it's they're they're very darty, and I think that's why they're good city cars, right? Like they change direction See, very quickly. That's and, a good. Yeah, like, I'm glad you brought yeah. that up because I feel like I in this car I almost want a little more steering ratio. It's not that darty. Oh, interesting. Because oh. my my mother in law has a yeah. 2018 uh, Cooper S, and like, um, I think uh-huh. it's going over rough pavement, like where it it really sucks like it just because it it wants oh, to it, it darts around horrible. and it's very very like yeah the ride sucks the ride's really bad but i um it yeah. uh, but I, I i don't remember if this is still the case but from what i recall like even the r53 sat on the bump stops and the bump stops were part of the suspension and so like mm. which made them kind of a gnarly ride um but uh yeah, I mean, kind I, of almost like an old school Mini Cooper sitting on the, on you those know, the air with the rubber or, springs, or, right? Yeah, or or air I spring, guess they were hydraulic yeah. or something. Rubber. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I find I find it like very like the the ratio at, in that car, the Cooper S that I just, I mean, I drove it to the airport and back just on our recent trip, and and it was yeah, it was it felt. Yeah. I mean, it's so much quicker than the Cayennes and the the E30s. So um, that's what I have as a reference yeah, recently. I mean, of, co- of course, <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, like um, yeah. it feels way way quicker and. I, I didn't I definitely mm-hmm. want it to be anymore. I felt it was kind of too darty. 
Yeah. But there's this road north of where I'm staying, and if you just continue along the highway, and actually it's a pretty good road, and um, the pavement's really good too, but there is rocks that fall from the, the mountain, so it's a little sketch when you're going up it. Um, and I took it on that yesterday morning, and um, the car, one thing you could say with, like, you know, the car, the ride is shitty on bad roads, but it doesn't fall apart when you when you go on on a good road which is kind of kind of nice although i doubt most people are you know you'd want ideally probably for the customer you're selling this car you'd want a little more suspension compliance and you'd sacrifice a little bit of that you know you'd add a little body roll in but it does stay it's very go-kart-ish and um it's nice to hear it's not it's not a horrible i mean it's not a horrible thing it's just like i i wouldn't own it just because of the the entry and egress but i think a two-door would fix that yeah. I know the styling, I know the two-door would fix that. Styling is so just, I don't know, heavy-handed. Yeah. That's I think you're also, well, you yeah, always talk about the reliability with these things, right? Like they're very, Well, the reliability is absolutely terrible, but uh, just yeah. the interior and stuff, it's so kitschy. It's just like, I It is, but, but what would you want? Here, like, like isn't just a, that kind of what these cars are? Well, I just go back to the first generation, you know, up till 2006. They were, they were just more svelte. You know, they had like mm-hmm. minimal minalist uh, aspects to yeah. them, and now they've just kind of all the buttons are big and all the. They're very cartoony, are yeah. And, but I think cartoony. But it seems to work for that demo, right? Like that's what they want. Like, I know it I is mean, supposed to be this cute like caricature, yeah. caricature of I a car, right? I don't think it's horrible. I think I think the the UI is a little weird with like the center scroll thing down there. You don't really need it. Like, yeah. Just, you know, you know, I just think it ha- and it, and it does have air conditioning knobs, which is nice. The cars don't have that anymore. Yeah, it has a it has a knob for the stereo. Um, one thing, the instrument binnacle is like the ch- it looks like it belongs in a cozy coupe, dude. Right, it is so cheesy. Man. Yeah, like the the gas gauge on this thing, it looks like fake. That's like what I'm saying. That That's a perfect example. It, it's something you look at every day, all day long. Yeah, and it's it's this cartoon thing. And the the original minis, you know, back in the 60s were uh, an exercise in minimalism uh, overall you know just their whole yeah. thing was making this small tiny car that could still be efficient and well packaged and now they've gone the opposite direction so i would just yeah. love to see them make an actual you know maybe a sporting version that really trimmed it down like their gp or something but that's obviously an extreme case two seater sure. only and everything but speaking of cartoon yeah, like, and like it wouldn't hurt to have the gauges just flat in a dash right Rather yeah and like sticking out and being all weird and exactly um, so wham we, but we for the most part we missed I've, a very important part dude that speaking of ridiculous huh. and cartoony um what? lane spoiler alert for you and the world here uh, do you want to know what car they sent to space what? oh no i have no idea yeah i want to hear fiero what? They strapped some rockets on the back of a Fiero, boy. And, I tell you what. <laughs> and they went why to space in that. And they saved the world, in, by the way. In diving okay, I don't even I, I need to see this. Just, just I don't, don't even, even think. Why Forget you heard space, that and just yeah. watch it and you'll... Uh, yeah. I'd like to I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd like to rewatch it like with us, you know, in the same room together and be able to make fun of it. So we'll have to do that when it comes okay. out on And even DVD. less sober, by the way. Or yeah. whatever. <laughs> DVD <laughs> streaming, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, uh, that sounds like a good time. All right, but uh, yeah, my short my short review on the mini is that 
It's all right. Okay. And I, I could uh, basically I could see someone wanting this little weird, you know, kind of cute little thing. Over know? what though? Like uh, you want to, you want every so many well, cars that's the before thing. that. It's not, but but it's a GTI. It's, it's, you would want a GTI before that. That's what I'm. That's no a GTI is a better. A GTI might be the best car in the world. Like it's you know, like you heard it here first. It, folks. This is not. Well, I think for if you look at price, practicality, all these things, size, yeah, yeah, no, like I'm, stuff I'm like that, you. right? But um, th- this this just carries. I mean, the thing it has going for it is that little the, the quirk, weird, the cuteness, and quirkiness, the, and the quirkiness, right? And that's why people buy these. That's why people buy fi- Fiat five hundreds and I whatever know. they're called. I know, I know. Um, but and and it is. It's a you know, it's like a punchy little thing for what it is. It's not like super fast or anything. Um, but yeah. Oh, by the way, every time you start it, there's more fucking beeps and chimes and <laughs> annoying. Like, oh, do not rely on the backup camera, like flashing in your face, oh, like Bing, Bing, Bing. We're like, shut up, Minnie. My my daughter's like, be quiet, Minnie. Like, you know. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it's you know, it's an annoying little thing, but it's kind of I could I could see someone buying them. Well, they definitely yeah. do. Definitely apparently. feels yeah. Uh, oh, but at least they're really expensive for what you get. Yeah, right? exactly. That. Well, that is, so there's cool. also that right. It's kind of a status thing a little bit, right? Like it's like the mini is like the yeah. funky, you know, spendy choice for for um, someone, as you said, <laughs> out there. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, a GTI well, is a totally also, different thing, a, right? It's like it's it's a normal car. The yeah. form factor is different. It's a bit bigger. You know, there's yeah. This is definitely yeah. filling that that niche of, of of this cartoony caricature of a car, right? That Apparently, you know, it's surviving. I mean, I know that sales have gone down dramatically, but I mean, um, it's uh, it's yeah. interesting to see. Well, you look at a six-year-old like Mini or a, I mean, the Mini's not gonna even gonna run, but but uh, compared to like a Honda Civic of the same thing, you know, and you're like, okay, you could see like the Mini still like has its like this appeal where the Civic's just an old Civic, right? Right, right. Speaking of Civics, you know by what the way, saying? Like get, it the just, new Civic it, looks amazing. I'm super interested in it. Um, like as a package, whoa, like I mean, it's amazing. it's kind of wow. it, um, exterior wise. I, I actually wanted to hear your feedback, and we can talk about that if we have time. But I think it's a it's a it's an interesting thing that Honda has done, where they've gone back and made it way more reserved, but also cartoony in a way, and kind of older looking, like uh, like you know, like five, six, seven years ago styling, I'd say. Um, but the interior is way, way more premium looking, both in materials and design. And um, I don't know, I'm really curious. They, the size is still small, which I, I you know, I, I walked up to one and I don't know, it looks very interesting. It's a very appealing package, I think. Um, I'm curious. To, mm-hmm. I would love to drive one. I actually hit up our uh, couple of press fleets that, we're, that we know of to see if they're getting any. But um, I'll have to see one in person before I can judge. I, haven't, I don't know. I like the interior. Yeah. I can say that. It's a cartoony front end for sure. I watched uh, Throttle House their review of it, and uh, yeah, seems seems good. And I don't like. I hate the C to- C pillar treatment that all. I know. I knew. Does. I knew Lane oh, was no, not no, 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 not the not the hatchback. We're not even getting the hatchback SI. No, the, the, no, the, the sedan, sedan has that weird little. No, the sedan. Good. We're talking about the sedan. It's yeah. that kink, dude. That stupid yeah. freaking kink. Why are they got to do that to me with the chrome and? The, I know. The, 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 the. I know. They started it with the Accord like two generations ago. I know. It's just been plaguing your nightmares, haunting your dreams. Seriously, is that what it is? Yeah. Just keep it simple, stupids. Yeah, mini. <laughs> All right, yeah, trivia time. It's trivia time. Did you guys see that there was a, a drag race with? Um, 
a Red Bull uh, F1 car and a Sharon Bugatti? No, I did not. I did. I, you did, Elaine? Yeah, I saw that. You watched Picture. it? Okay, well, don't answer this. Um, I didn't watch how, it. How, okay. Um, obviously, the F1 car is is going to win most of these tests, but they did um, zero. So they did a quarter mile. They did 100 to zero braking, and they did a rolling full mile drag race. And uh, do you have any idea of uh, the Sharon's quarter mile time? Uh, oh, I'm guessing like nine seconds. Eight, eight, 8. 8.9, I was going to say. Those are good guesses. Very good guesses. 9.6. And the F1 car? Huh. Uh, probably not that great, right? Quarter mile? I know. You want to think, like, what gearing did it have? Where is it yeah, that's another thing. Um, I'm going to say similar. Probably around the same. Like, low nines, maybe. Yeah, I'd probably say that. Yeah, you guys are good, man. 9.2. There you go. So, wow. f- okay. a F1 car, um, really, it's amazing. I mean, it's a dra- there's drag involved and stuff, but it's a, it weighs a ton less. And uh, 750 horsepower, I think they said, 18,000 RPM redline. Um, and the Sharon won the full mile drag race. That's not wow. surprising. Was okay. I know yeah, because of what, the, but the arrow was, power. Was the F1 car set up for like qualifying spec? What engine mode was it in? I mean, I mean there's so there's a lot, right? Or was it? Or and yeah. I mean, yeah, this is the uh, Red Bull Racing RB7. So this is the 2011 champion okay, yeah. um, okay. with a Renault V8. Um, so 750 horsepower hybrid. I don't know aero wise. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, I couldn't tell you. I mean, yeah, but the, lo- well, the no, long, that wouldn't be a hybrid. High speed stuff and is long. It's a 2011. Like the, no, 2011 is not a hybrid. No, that, that's a. V- no, it's, it's not a hybrid. It's not a hybrid. Oh, really? Yeah, that's not a hybrid. Yeah. Um, but it says this hybrid V8 generated around 750 horsepower. I mean, I mean, whatever that means. It probably curves, right? Or but not maybe curves. Yeah, a, maybe curves. But it, yeah, it's not one of the new, you know, V6 cars with the. Yeah, I don't know. That's right. the, the article could be wrong too. I guess. Um. Yeah, I don't even fuck. When did Curse get introduced? Was I thought it might have even been a little bit later? No, it was right around there, right? Well, when you was Curse yeah. banned? Yeah, cause yeah, cause it was probably it was late two thousand, like two thousand seven. I can't remember. But anyways, what I was gonna say though, about the high speed stuff though, like and just as Lane said, yeah, there's the gearing, there's aero, there's all that. But like, the Sharon's what like twelve hundred horsepower, all wheel drive. Like it has the traction right. and like slick. it's yeah. and, super and, and slick, straight too. up power, right? So like, whereas the yeah. Formula One car is not optimized for just straight line speed like that. But that goes to show though. I'm more impressed by the yeah. F1 car, like that it has a quarter mile that is that fast, and it's also incredible. Like it's it handles so well, and it. I don't know how close the the mile run was, but um, you know, the Sharon also has adjustable arrow, like just to do a like oh, the yeah, fastest right. speed yeah, yeah. for that stuff. So, so yeah. but those Anyways. that is impressive. I mean, it would be more impressive if the Sharon wasn't a three million dollar car. Right, <laughs> right, or it, that yeah. if it could also go around a track like pretty well. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. I'd like to give it a try. But, All right, uh, this next one you probably know because you guys are Formula One aficionados. But uh, the um, Haas F1 uh, boss, who is such a rad character, Gunther, Gunther yeah. Steiner, um, at least on you know the Netflix show Drive to Survive, is uh, 
He's kind of like the guy you'd want to go have drinks with, probably. Um, sure. He got uh, Nikita Mazepin oh, yeah. a gift. Do you know what it is? Lane sounds like you know. I do. A spinning top. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. A spinning top. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's pretty oh, good. Man. He made some comment yeah. like, uh, "Here's this is where you need to do your spinning right here with this thing, not on the, not on the racetrack. This drive to survive oh. is going to be insane, huh? Oh my god! Yeah, it's gonna be dude. good. Oh man, especially if they focus just on Haas. <laughs> Jesus I Christ! Know. What a joke. Um, oh. Yeah, I thought that was a really rad thing. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyways, that's that. Um, all right, last one here. Um, Mercedes Benz F1 boss Toto Wolf is selling some of his personal cars. Um, do you have any idea what they are? There's three cars being sold. I don't. One of which uh, he helped um, uh, develop on the Nurburgring back in 2008. If that's a if that's a uh, yeah. hint for you, uh, it's like an SLR McLaren. Very very close. I'm gonna go more uh, more rare, oh, rarer okay. than that. Oh, rarer than that. Shit, I was gonna say CLK 63 wow. black, but very very close. <laughs> um, is it the GTR SL65 G- Black or whatever? Exactly. SL65 Black Series. Oh, okay. So, which he actually drove in 2008 to help develop it. Um, and that was, you know, at the time, the most powerful Mercedes Benz ever. Um, yep. So, yeah, SL65 AMG Black Series is one of them. And there are two other supercars or hypercars, I guess you would call them. Are they all Benzes? Hmm. <laughs> Negative. Is there the Mercedes, the Mercedes One or whatever it's called, or isn't it one? Oh, the new, no, new one. The, no, no, it's yeah. not. I guess no. those aren't even for sale yet, huh? No, not, not that I know of. I'm sure he will hmm. have one though. Uh, Pagani Zonda. Ooh, good guess. Mm, very close. Think oh, more. Oh, think more red. Oh, uh, Ferrari. Enzo. The Ferrari and no, Art, the newest. Art one. got it. Ferrari uh, Enzo. And a LaFerrari Aperta. Okay. So apparently he's uh, he's owned some Ferraris. In fact, that that LaFerrari is fairly contemporary. I mean, he he bought that while running Mercedes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. I don't know. Just think that if you're like the head of F1 Mercedes, you're probably not buying a Ferrari product. Um, mm-hmm. But no, he did. And they are now for sale. So if you're in the market, uh, they'll be auctioned by... Tom Hartley Jr. out in, I think that's in the UK. Nice. Yeah, he's actually like so, a legitimate racer. I mean, he started off trying, like, yep. wanting to be a race car driver. and. Um, yeah, I mean, the fact that he was like a developing engineer for uh, AMG is, yeah. speaks quite a bit. They've done a few exhibitions with him, right, where he like races against Hamilton or Botas and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he did the one where he raced Lewis. Where he was like driving with Lewis and they were in, um, wasn't there like a 190E? And he was uh, in the like red. Cosworth. He was in the Evo red pig. 2. Oh, I need to see that. Yeah. But he was in like a, the, Evo- the, f- the first uh, AMG car that the the SEL AMG Red Pig. There's like a promotional video of him driving it. It was really cool. Sweet. Yeah, there was one where he was racing Lewis, and they were in two Evo twos or something. Oh, rad! That sounds super fun. Yeah. All right. But that's one it. was a race car, and one was a street car. Oh, got it. That's it, and that's all. Um, well, stay, uh, stay cool out there, Lane. Mahalo. Mahalo. (laughs) Mahalo, bro.
All right. We'll see you guys. Thanks for joining us. Later. Later.